Hello, everyone, and welcome to Paul and Moses Play, a celebration of games and play, and a deep dive into video games and what makes them special to us. I'm your host, Paul Berberich, and with me, as always, is Dr. Moses Wolfenstein. Hello, Moses. Hello, Paul. <laughs> that There we go. I didn't know we were going to do a music ap- musical episode, but you know. Uh, my younger brother, John, and I had these things called Straw Pals that we would play. They were these little things that would fit onto your cup, and we just played with them like toys. But uh, w- their main antagonist was named Dr. Wiggly Beetleface. Ooh. And then John would sing Dr. Wiggly Beetleface, like whenever he showed up. Oh, very nice. Okay, so, that's a good inheritance that I've got going on there. I didn't yeah. realize I was, you know. Picking up on a, on, a, on a musical tradition, in a sense. Of course, of course. How's things out in Caliway? Things are good out here. We are uh, avoiding the onset of an early summer, which still makes me fear it's going to be horribly, obnoxiously hot when it hits. Yeah. Uh, but one thing compared to my youth in, you know, the, the City of Angels is that um, it's been getting hotter earlier. And I'm not a fan of summer hitting in like April. <laughs> it's yeah. like just not okay. It's really, it's really not okay. I mean, I, you know, you know, my whole thing uh, back in Wisconsin was um, the the hot, humid summer was actually my least uh, least favorite season. Right. We, as we've discussed on many occasions. So yeah, no. Otherwise, things are going pretty well down here. You know, just um, I can't say uh, that there's been anything too terribly momentous and uh and that's okay. good in and of itself no news is good news uh in a time like this yeah i think actually the big thing is as i think i've mentioned previously my uh fiance angelica's daughter also angelica or angelica uh garcia for those of you looking to find her music on spotify she's a musician and she is out she's uh she's been living with us mm-hmm. and she is out on the east coast recording her third album because this whole pandemic kind of um, really um, ambushed her right when she was about to start touring her second album. Oh, no. She did what any good artist does under these circumstances. She adapted and said, okay, I'm just going to keep writing. Um, So she's uh, she's out there, out east, putting down some tracks. So that's a a little change up in our our domestic uh, pattern at the moment. Um, I love uh, having Angie here. but uh, it's uh, you know not bad having a place to ourselves too. So uh, we do yeah. still have her cat Pablo. Uh, so you know he's uh, he's here hanging out. So mm. that's the news. That's the news on the personal front out out here at uh, I'm not going to say Castle Wolfenstein, but uh, over here in my domicile. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, feeling pretty good over here as well. Um, as of tomorrow, I'm 100% vaxxed or 94% Ooh. or whatever. Those numbers are uh, well. You're 100 vax. The efficacy right. is a whole other question. Right. They only got 94 percent of it in. The rest just dribbled out. It was. It a just dribbled out. Nightmare. It just. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, we're doing a, a a party at the end of the week where it's kind of the official slash unofficial return to hugs and, and friends and stuff. I think I mentioned last week. Um, Absolutely. Which I'm very excited about and also anxiety about, which I wasn't yeah. expecting. I think I well, I know I don't like change in general. <laughs> even though this is a wonderful change in a way, but I'm sure once I get a beer in me, sit down on the couch, exactly, pal, it's it's all going to be good. Exactly. Are there any uh, tabletop games that you're considering? Oh, I'm sure. Game? Sushi Go is, uh, you know, we've been missing that a lot. Oh so. God, it's such a good game. Yeah, I think that'll be our first little little palette, little appetizer. If for, you for will, to come. indeed. Sushi yeah, I didn't even mean to make a pun, and I apologize for nothing. 
I mean, like actually for me, sushi isn't an appetizer. It's just, it's like the appetizer and the whole meal. Right. So, you know, all in one. Moses, would you do me the honor of telling me what your eighth favorite game is? My eighth favorite game. You know, it's funny. Um, I've got quite the list here of uh, possible games to put in the list. And that list does keep growing. Mm -hmm. And I really was thinking about throwing in another kind of um, classic game that that had a, has, has impacted me in, in the kind of longer legacy end of things. But... Um, but I'm not. I'm actually going, going to go with a game uh, I've mentioned uh, on the pod previously that you and I played together, although I believe I first played it with uh, my friend JJ, Javon Kirby, uh, in San Diego. It is Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that is some, the, the match yeah. three-ish kind of thing, right? It is their match yeah. three-ish head-to-head versus game uh, that's been on a number of platforms. Um and um, I primarily played it on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been on 360 as well. I probably had it on, on Xbox 360 as well. Because um, I first played it on the PS3, I think. But then you had it on the DS. Yeah, I believe so. Because we did a little bit of a camping trip, um, you know, match up on, yeah. on, on at least one occasion where uh, a little bit of a, a video game break in the woods um obviously uh being out in, in glorious nature not not usually a lot of video gaming going on in that setting but uh but yeah that that, that also stands out as, as a fun moment with the game but it's just such a standout game such um a compelling game and one that i would literally be happy even though i'd be rusty as heck i would just be like not remembering how to get my things queued up and make the stuff yeah. happen like perfectly because there is definitely like you really can can get it dialed in with that game where yeah, there's luck. It's it's got the match mechanic, and you're you're just you're hoping for that drop that's gonna uh, kind of hook you up as far as the next uh, little foot soldier piece that you can drop in to to activate your big, mm-hmm. you know, bigger units. Um, and there's that whole matchup thing too, where like if I recall correctly, the elf tree forest hero is like particularly good with a defensive strategy maybe against the undead hero i can't i can't remember entirely but i would you know even with just no opportunity to refresh i would love to sit down with you right now and throw down some clash of heroes head to head i mean it had a perfectly good uh campaign mode for like learning the game and just killing time by yourself but it Mm -hmm. is such a good versus game very unique sort of versus experience you know Mm -hmm. where you're matching up these things and then sending your troops across uh, the border to the opponent um trying to grind through your enemy's defenses. And you could do that thing where if you line them up, your, your little foot soldiers horizontally, they become a wall, Yeah. Uh, but yeah. vertically it activates them, but then they have their charge up time before they attack and different right. units have like, uh, you know, different countdowns that they do. Um, and it's like, you'd be hoping you'd be like trying to charge your big two by two mm-hmm. dude and hoping that it gets charged up and that your, your opponent can't like attack it and destroy it before it finishes charging. Now, this game, I mean, occupies a relatively short time span in your life, in our lives, uh, from from my memory, but it obviously made such a huge impact. Uh, well, I think well. part of it is that I, you know, you and I played it uh, rel- a relatively small amount, mm-hmm. um, but there were a few different folks who I played it with over a span of years. Okay. Yeah. The friend, the friend Walker returns. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's a big part of it is it is a game that was seated for me. Mm-hmm. And then like a year or two later, 
playing it with you. And then like another year or so before, like I had a, it was released on a system that I had. Yeah. So yeah, I think for my, for my number eight spot, I'm going to give it up for Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. Excellent. And if you wouldn't mind, could you run down uh, one through eight for us? At the moment, one through eight, uh, bearing in mind, there is almost definitely some more shuffling that oh, will sure. have to happen. The podcast I just is young. feel like this game, this game felt like eight was, was, uh, was a good spot for it. So at seven, currently Team Fortress 2. At six, SSX Tricky. At five, we love Katamari. At four, Portal. At three, Carcassonne, iOS. At two, Tetris Effect. And in my number one slot, currently Dark Souls Remastered if it matters on the PS4. Well, uh, for myself, yeah. I, uh, I'm going to write another wrong uh, from the past and put in Link's Awakening as my number six. Oh. Okay, and what did it uh, d- displace? And how uh, is that it displaced? So to give my rankings, uh, starting at number eight, Super Mario World, Metal Gear Solid, Link's Awakening, Dark Souls, Mario 64, Final Fantasy IX, Ocarina of Time and the number one Chrono Trigger. Of course. Um, you talked about gaming out in nature on a camping trip, and that was my first experience with this game was playing it on my Game Boy. Oh, um, uh, yeah. And it's like a full-ass game. It's massive, and the music is beautiful, and there are side quests, and it has this perfect, precious story about this island that may or may not uh, be a dream. And... What happens when uh, what happens when you wake up? You know, hmm. it's not always uh, the happiest of endings. Um, ah. And uh, it, you know, it's had a special place in my heart for a very long time. And then Nintendo did us the massive favor of remaking it uh, a couple yeah. of years ago, and you know, having fully orchestrated music and a fresh coat of paint and some quality of life improvements. Um, and then it was uh, Joanna, uh, it was her, fa- her her first Zelda game that right. she ever played. Oh, that's and amazing. Getting to see her, you know, figuring out, because it, it, it has a very specific vocabulary, those games. Like, Definitely. if you didn't know that you should break a pot or do this thing, you know, which I've known my entire life, but like, you, you, you take mean, those things for granted. Some of those know? things have been there from the very, very original Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, some of them have, have certainly evolved over time and have been staples from relatively early on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, certainly some of them have been there just from the, from the very first game. And I'm like, yeah, my first Zelda game was, was the original for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so they- that's gotta be amazing to see somebody to, 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 to watch somebody, you know, your partner experiencing the world of I kind of worlds, I guess, really of one of the worlds of legend of Zelda for the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's just a very sweet story that she got totally wrapped up in. Um, and Nintendo was really having fun with it because they introduced, there are like Goombas. Mm-hmm. There are some like side-scrolling little segments with straight up Goombas that you can use the rock's feather to jump on. Oh, uh, interesting. You take a chain chomp for a walk for a while and he will destroy these plants that you need to get past. Oh, uh, that's so weird. So they just yeah. dropped some Mario stuff in there that like, I don't know that I've seen it in any other Zelda game. Well, there are more oblique homages, uh, such as uh, uh, Lon Lon Ranch. Uh, It's sort of as a Mario and Luigi type characters that that run it. Uh, uh, I'm sure there's way more than that, but this was like a direct, no, these are just Goombas. They're just here. 
It's like we're going to grab these assets. And I'm guessing part of it is that the setting is a little bit unique, as you were alluding to, in terms of the awakening dream uh, part right. quality of it. Because, yeah, anything can happen in, in a dream. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know you don't have a, a switch or anything. Uh, it's just another one of those games that, Moses, you got to, you know, I need you to I'm get a full time job playing video games or something. Go ahead and put it on the list down here at the bottom of my my on my my working document. Uh, we'll need switch. Yes. <laughs> Must have. But, we'll, but in, when I do that eventually, or who knows, by the time I get there, it might be the next platform. Um, there are a number of the Zelda games that I've never gotten a chance to play. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, that I'll certainly look forward to, to exploring down the road. So there you have it. Fantastic. Well, we will move into our next segment here with what I love about. And Moses, why don't you tell me what you love and why you love it? What I love about the, the world of game design, game dev people are just a bunch of awesome weirdos. And right. uh, I count myself among that, having, having been a developer. And one thing I really love about being in a space with game dev folks, or even being in a space that is game dev centric with, with gamers and, and fans and such, um, is that the medium is chock full of just like we were just talking about, you take a chain chomp for a walk. And it sounds like you were talking in some bizarre secret code to somebody who has no context uh, for these games. And yet like with, within our, our, uh, circle, within our bubble, within whatever you want to call it within the culture, mm -hmm. um, this is uh, okay. It's completely intelligible, whether it's your jam or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think this is one of the things that really has me so deeply engaged with, with games and gaming, um, as, as a hobby, as a pursuit, as a form of art, um, in terms of just the weirdness and the creativity. And so much of that comes down to games. People are a bunch of fun, funky weirdos. And I mean, yes. yeah, there's a dark side, right? I'm not going to get into that part of it because we're talking about what I love about it, but that's, it's foundational for me. And I've just been thinking about that, that like, it's no wonder that it's like games spaces feel like home, even when they sometimes smell a little funky, <laughs> they feel <laughs> like home. Um, because I've never been somebody who was an inside the box thinker. I've always like, I was a space cadet as a kid, you know, um, very active, overactive imagination, um, you know, and, uh, and that's something that's fundamentally for the, for the most part in most game spaces, just welcome. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a bunch of creative types and obviously there is a, a mechanical and a math based sort of, side as well as like a commercial side which i mean all oh, have their, all have their place they but all at the end place. of the day it's like it's an individual with an idea and a passion to make it real and yeah. uh and individuals with the passion to engage in the spaces that others have created whether it's just to explore and play and try and find you know ex weird ass exploits for mm -hmm. speedruns um or uh, just otherwise weird glitches in a game, or you know, writing up their their own fan fiction, mm -hmm. uh, or or modding, making character skins, or doing fan art, like all of that stuff. Um, games have this like deep ferment that gives rise to so much creativity, and yeah. I just love that. Fantastic, yeah. I, I yeah, I'm not sure if I have anything to to add or to tease out there. I think that that uh, speaks for itself. As, I kind of went big on this one. 
No, yeah, it's it's a it's a well made point. <laughs> uh, I'll probably have some like little like granular, tiny, weird thing about some game that I love next week. But uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, so, what Paul, I, yeah, yeah, tell tell us what 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 do you love about what I love about uh, Ori and the Blind Forest is ah. watching Joanna play. Ooh, and nice. She uh, about a year ago got deep into Hollow Knight, which was just too difficult for me. Uh, I I appreciate that game, but it's it's too hard. But it 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 inspired this love uh, within Joanna of the Metroidvania genre. Yeah, and she goes in deep. Uh, uh, eventually, bounced off of Hollow Knight because it's fucking hard. Uh, it's but as listeners of our podcast would know yeah. from previous commentary. But now she's on this uh, Ori and the Blind Forest, which is, oh my God, this game is so beautiful, like uh, physically, like the backgrounds are these densely layered uh, backgrounds. And, uh, uh, but the main thing is seeing her prowess in this genre growing and developing and seeing her enjoyment of it as she overcomes these obstacles and like learns the vocabulary of this game and like outpaces out does me in terms of uh her proficiency in in these sorts of experiences uh yeah last night she was playing through this sequence where you're being pursued by this like kind of squid thing and there's this flood of water coming after you and it was meat boy levels of demand uh, as far as like platforming precision uh juggling four or five different abilities and using them at a split second when the game is signaling that that you need to use them right um, on. and you know she she failed over and over because it's super hard you know but eventually she overcame that segment and uh you know just the the enjoyment of that and then also the story is it's very sad um I won't go into it too much, but you, you're this little sprite and you have an owl friend who gets injured and lost and you're trying to search for and rescue your, your little owl friend. And so no matter how difficult it is, part of her motivation that I'm seeing is wanting, no, like, fuck this. I need to save my friend. And I don't care if it's hard. I don't care if I'm going to die. Like, this is important to me to see this, this story. And it's true. Hopefully it's uh, not brothers level sad. Uh, ooh, probably not. I, mean, I, I think it's more resonant though than it's like a deeper sort of story in a, in a way. Uh, sure. I don't know. I don't want to sell brothers short because that was quite the experience. <laughs> <It's> brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it was so painful. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway. it's just been really inspiring and it's, you know, I kind of, I didn't dismiss Ori, but I kind of, I wasn't all that interested in it, but then sure. being her play and seeing these backgrounds with like these like giant skeletal, like ravens in the background in this dead part of the world. And they're mm. just like hunched over and it's haunting and, uh, and just her emotional engagement with the story. Um, you know, so yeah, last night I, I continued on my file. Cause I'm like, I, I gotta see this for myself. Like, yeah, the stuff I've seen is amazing. So, like, what have I not seen? And and, and I want to see it for myself. Yeah, well, and also I think just the uh, I'll go ahead and say proprioceptive. Throw the fancy word in there. Um, the feeling of, of doing your own maneuvering with the controller, right? And and feeling that like um, 
that touch with a game where you, you've seen it, but it is, mm-hmm. it's always different to engage yourself with a game too, but that's so cool. That is so cool. Um, that, that there's nothing not to love about you loving that. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, when we met, she, you know, she had played a super Nintendo as a kid, but not, not much else since then. And, uh, you know, as she said on her episode, I, I showed her Minecraft and for a while, you know, she would like back up instead of turning because yeah. you know she it, it, it's a learned skill you know um and now she's great at first person stuff and now all these platformers that she's enjoying um uh and then when she has a game that she can play that means that i can go uh, and do my own game too you know it's like okay i just got to keep joanna hooked in this game and that means i can go play more loop hero or 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 whatever it is you know it's <laughs> it's a perfect uh win-win um so yeah, definitely enjoying enjoying all that. Um, I realized I, I flip flopped our uh, show flow, which is totally fine. But we yeah, will now uh, uh, backpedal into what have you been playing? And Moses, why don't you tell me what you've been playing? Well, I mean, I've been playing the same stuff I've been playing. Uh, so the what is maybe a little less interesting today, tonight, this evening, whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Um, so you know, with Apex, uh, you know, we're we're about to close out a season. And uh, they've released all the teasers and for the new new uh, legend that's going to drop next season. And, um, you know, for all all you out there who are into that stuff, you're already way deep on it. Um, And I'll have some commentary on that when we get there uh, rather than than spending any time on it now. Um, Although I did finally achieve um, an an objective that was like a weekly uh, weekly that um, where it was getting 15 kills with a character. Um, and God, it was just the most brutal grind out for me to get there with, with lifeline. Who's the, the combat medic. For some reason, I just was really struggling with that, but that's far less interesting, uh, than loop hero, uh, at least in the context of this podcast this week, uh, because, you know, apex has been, you know, it's usual business and a, a grind at times, enjoyable at times. Um, but, uh, you know, right before we got on this podcast, uh, as we discussed, we're not going to have a fighting game minute uh, today because we, uh, well, we didn't discuss that in the podcast, but, um, you know, we missed our uh, our schedule time last night, got too late, um, just uh, some whack timing. And then I blew it. We were supposed to get on before the podcast and, and pick up uh, where we left off. I did actually play a little Grand Blue uh, uh, in its RPG story mode as well, um, but I had started uh, started up some Loop Hero. And if, if there were a reason, and it's really the only one for you to ignore my texts, uh, it's Loop Hero. I, like I said, I can't hold that against you because I've neglected many things in favor of Loop Hero. Exactly. Exactly. No, I literally, I'd gotten a call from Angelica. I'd taken it and I was like, I'm not even going to look at the time or what any text notifications might say because I am in the middle of this loop and it's good. It's really good. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm feeling good about this one. Um, and so, uh, so I was running with the rogue mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the rogue is squishy in theory, but if your evasion stacked enough, uh, really not so much at all, right. because, you know, if you can't get hit, you can't, get, can't take damage, mm-hmm. but the momentous thing. And the reason why it was worth sticking with, uh, with that run is cause I did in fact get back to the lich on, I think it was like loop eight or nine. Okay. Um, and, uh. As we discussed, you said, have you ever, you know, moused over the Lich's habitations? Right. 
Um, and I was like, no, no, I haven't. Um, although I've moused over lots of things, so it wasn't something that I wouldn't have thought of doing. But um, so on the one hand, cool. I discovered that the Lich has a name, uh, which is escaping me at the moment. Is it like Omicron? It is Omicron. That's yes. right. Um, but two, I discovered that the Lich's palace buildings uh, do, in fact, amplify his strength. Yes. And so I had two oblivions. So I was able okay. to destroy two of them before I completed the loop to get back to him. Yeah. Which allowed me to beat him. I don't think it would have happened otherwise. Nice, man. Congrats. So it was a big step and it's a huge narrative step. I mean, first yeah. of all, um, when you mouse over the buildings, it actually reveals a little story to you as well, right? Because it says that it's where he was trying to stop the heat death of the universe. Right, right. Which it's like, holy shit, this just got way more complicated. Uh, like, I just wasn't expecting that. And also, I just had kind of assumed this is going to be like, I'm going to beat him, but I won't really beat him. He'll like have a phase two or he'll have a phylactery or something. And he may well still have a phylactery. I don't know. Because I just completed that loop and I uh, was like, oh, shoot, I'm already late. <laughs> I know it in, in, before I even looked at the clock. <laughs> um, but, you know, the story unspools. There is some other entity mm -hmm. who the Lich has, has made reference to who is actually responsible for uh, for the state of things. And the Lich was in some way, shape or form, maybe in service to him uh, or was because he says something like I've already I'd already given him everything that he'd asked for something like that. Mm -hmm. So, man. What a great payoff. Yeah. What an absolutely great payoff. And I mean, I, I know I've got a bunch more of the game ahead of me, obviously, um, because I'm assuming this is a game where like the amount that you can build out in the village, I'm sure you can kind of run it skinny, but it doesn't seem like it's designed for it. It's probably more more geared for you're going to you're going to finish building things out by the time you get to, to the game's conclusion is my I guess my guess. Um, and maybe not everything, maybe not a com completionist type angle. Um, but, but it's great. This game continues to really deliver a surprisingly deep narrative. Yeah. Um, not to mention like, it's just really, really fucking compelling. Yeah. Great. Well, yeah. Can't wait to, uh, hear more about your continuing adventures in Loop Hero. Um, for me, it's still a bit of a, of a sort of in-between time, um, which is, which is just fine. Um, what I did get to play though, was the demo of Resident Evil Village. Aha. Uh -huh, uh, yes. Which comes Resident out Evil in about Saga. two weeks. Um, and I mean, I've been, I feel like I've been talking about various Resident Evil games each episode. Uh, so not a, not a ton of new things to say, but, uh, I was super pleased at how well it ran on the PS4 and, uh, oh, it's just got me and Joe both just itching for more, you know, it gave you just this little taste. You're being pursued by these vampire women, um, one of them is nine foot, six inches tall, quite Rubenesque. Uh, and she's got claws for hands and she's just after you. Uh, and yeah, she kind of set the internet ablaze, uh, when they did the little character release like months ago, Lady Dimitrescu. Yes. Uh, yeah, the mind, the mind boggles once people can get their hands on those, those models. I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be pretty. So yeah, definitely, uh, that's going to be the next big, big thing for, for me. I look forward to talking about it more um the i guess the one thing i'll say there's this cute little easter egg because you find this merchant and at one point he's like what are you buying which is like the cliched merchant line from resident evil 4 and then he even ah, makes a nice. reference he's like oh i used to know this guy who 
who said that. <laughs> so it's like super cute. Cool. Yeah. That's Speaking fun. of super cute, we will move on to our next segment, uh, which is Paul with your baseball updates. And uh, yeah, we're going to. Are, into... are there cute baseball events this week? <laughs> it's been a decidedly uncute threeson, as they call it, which is the three week season yeah, yeah, no doubt. for the Yellowstone Magic. Uh, tragedy after tragedy uh, visited upon them. Um, yeah. We ended up having the best record. Uh, in the league, we went 72 and 27, which wow. is perfect uppy downy uh, for magic. We love it when like palindromes happen. Uh, so, okay. uh, so that was great. Um, but we made it to uh, the playoffs and mm-hmm. we were just destroying everyone. Uh, we were up against the uh, New York Millennials, or no, the, the Fridays actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, our newish pitcher melton telephone got chomped for nine or rather for four uh points worth of pitching ability which is huge and it's like oh my god melton that's terrible who's our next pitcher in the next playoff game it's melton telephone uh still almost won though we we still almost won uh but ended up losing i was actually pleased with that because magic was very dense which means that we would have gotten lots of consumer attacks that would have drained uh, more stats had we stayed in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and Magic, you know, we've never cared about about winning games. To us, it's always been about the friends. And so what happens to Magic? Well, we lose all our friends and then we win all of our games. It's just a nightmare. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have this, this two-week break. Um, the election was actually okay because we got Tiana Wheeler back and then we got Francisco Preston, AKA dad uh, back into our lineup. Um, Some jerks decided to plunder a player which ended up with us losing Bevan Wise. Bevan the Wise, our wizard on our magic team is now gone. And I I saw this comic on Twitter about Bevan and how he loves chaos and and he's thinking about things. And then there's all like the blacked out silhouettes of all the magic players that are gone. He's like, it's too quiet around here, you know? And then now ah. he's, uh, I forget what team he's on. Um, so that was sad. But now looking at our roster, like we have a roster again, uh, you know, we've got it where it counts. It, I still miss, because it's just not the same. It's not like, you know, my, my jacket, my bomber jacket that I have with all the crests on it. There's like yeah. two of them. Two of them now are are actually still on the team, which almost makes the jacket even sweeter because like, no, this was the golden age. Oh, of, yeah, you know. absolutely. Definitely. It's like having a classic jersey for a player who's like long gone from the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and lastly, I'll mention uh, there were three decrees that happened. Um, and the one I voted for uh, happened, which is the library, where we will be able to learn the ancient histories of baseball. Uh, it's currently under construction. I assume okay. you won't see it until May 10th when uh, Blaseball returns. Um, but uh, yeah, it man, it was a tough season and it made me legit sad for for a while. But like, that's that's OK. It can it can be that, too. You know, absolutely. No, as we talked about previously, this is uh, this is sports fandom and sports fandom is sports fandom. And um it's, you know, 
it's an emotional roller coaster, win or lose. It's an emotional. I mean, I guess maybe unless you're a Patriots fan um, <laughs> over the last number of years, in which case, like you just kind of think you're better than everybody else. But that sounds really boring to me. Yeah. And maybe someday we'll get to golf, which has been referenced in oh, some official dear gods. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm on board. I, if there's one sport in real life, I have more trouble watching on TV than baseball. It, it is actually golf. Um, and, and yet I've always thought that golf could be made immensely more interesting by making it more physically grueling, uh, and perhaps sure. even dangerous. And that yeah. sounds like exactly what would happen for if golf were to exist. So uh, who knows? Who knows indeed. Well, one thing I do know, we're going to move along to our next segment. Uh, very pleased to have our special guests with us today. Please welcome to the show, Alicia Presley. Hello, Alicia. Hello. Hello, Paul and Moses. I am so happy to be here. Uh, I am so like, just uh, having getting the feel of being in this podcast room is I am yeah like I this is a podcast like dream come true. It's my first time on a podcast and like, and it is the true experience of getting what, what I enjoy about a podcast of feeling like the friends are talking and I'm part of the friend group who's just sitting off to the side, like agreeing, but getting to feel like, Oh my gosh, this is, it's happening for real. Yes. Yes. Wow. Well, yeah, that's very nice of you to say. I, for what it's worth, I am surprised you've never been on a podcast before, but what an that. honor to to have you here. Um, and also you saying that makes uh, me feel, uh, Paul, forgive me, like we have a real podcast. <laughs> this is, this is the first real. one. This podcast is so real uh, that I, I put together, um, I not put together, but uh, that I have in my dream, like, all right, uh, what at the end when I do get to plug, like, hey, I'm on a show that was full disclosure, a name put together um, in talking to people uh, like in the last day or so, because I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't care, 15 people, like, that's enough, like, or, or however many millions listen, I don't want to judge the numbers. Um, but that I was like, I was like, this is a real podcast. I've heard the episode. This is amazing. Oh. And the, yeah, I, this is, um, it's the general energy that I want to have in a show just larger. So I love this. Um, and I am, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. There's like I, everything uh, that we're talking about. I'm like, yes, like I, yeah, it, this, it feels like being, um, yeah, like being at a, being at a party or hanging out uh, again. Yeah, it feels like yeah. being in the same room again and talking about video. Yeah. yeah, well, that's, yeah, so nice, so nice of you to say. Lovely, lovely to hear that. Um, I will uh, start things off here with my regular old questions. And uh, could you please tell us uh, what is the first game you remember playing? Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, the first game that I remember playing is, um, God, I remember um, having Sonic the Hedgehog at my cousin's house. And that was like that. That was the first time of getting the taste of um, like of being small. Uh, yeah, I was so for however whatever those age. I was born in like and end of the eighties, so early nineties or playing the early like Sonic games. Um, I yeah, like and I was always so um, nervous, and I've been un 
uh, as I have gotten more solid in, um, felt more comfortable in the video game, like in the video game world, I am finally able to, like, as we're discussing, get into playing things and not be afraid of like, okay, if I don't do something perfect right away, that doesn't make me a bad gamer. Um, sure. And so, uh, so, so back then I was always, I was like, oh, like, I'm not very, very good at this. Even, even if I'm playing Tales, you know, and I'm psyching some, I was the youngest <laughs> in the, in the group between siblings and cousins. And, uh, and I, I was like, I, I love this so much. And I learned that I could love watching the games and I, and I felt nervous. Um, yeah. And I like so much just childhood ADHD and anxiety. Um, when I'm trying to think like if it was Link's Awakening or um, or a different game that I, um, because we didn't have, uh, like I didn't, we didn't have the consoles. Like I didn't have a Sega Genesis for, um, to play Sonic. That was just one visiting the cousins and they have that. And then um, I, I remember like I would rent <laughs> from in the ancient days of renting consoles from Blockbuster. <laughs> right. That Whoa. was how, and I, and at that time, I and I would think like, oh, like I must not be uh, good at good at video games because uh, I, because I, because I didn't understand. I was like, okay, I have to break a pot, but I, I don't understand enough of these things, and I would feel like, ah, oh, it's, it's hard to get into. But yeah, those were the first that I can remember were Sonic, and, like Sonic, and not getting um, again, and and I didn't finish the Sonic game, but uh, and a little bit of maybe Link's Awakening. But the first game that I spent that I spent solid time playing was um, the first ones that I were able to spend like a long time playing were games that felt more chill because they were like Pokemon Snap. Um, And so I, and at that point, before I knew how to play the Pokemon games, I I liked watching the show and getting to see like, okay, here's a game where you're, you're floating in a chill way and you're taking pictures. And once I decided like every time I decided uh, to not stress out about a game, um, of or not to the different than the stress out of I'm deciding to be stressed because this is for my enjoyment, but thinking mm-hmm. of oh I I need to succeed or else I'll or else people will be disappointed with me or say that mm-hmm. I haven't understood the game well enough. But whenever whenever I would start to notice like huh whenever I'm just enjoying myself and just deciding to take pictures of Pokemon Snap or gosh I had like uh the the, like Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets computer game, a TV and movie based ones of Harry Potter and Sabrina the Teenage Witch uh, CD-ROMs that I was like, oh, this is this is fantastic. I th- like I think I have a role on this game and I would play until I got frightened by something like uh, <laughs> the Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets had a had a spider scene oh. and they're not my favorite animals. So I. <laughs> I played until my character was so overrun and eaten by them that I was like, I can't do it oh, anymore. No. And I tried to go to sleep. And then and I was like 12 and I was, and I woke up later and I was like, I can't sleep, dad. I know that I insisted on the video game, but you don't understand <laughs> spiders. <laughs> spiders. <laughs> Next up, what's the first game you remember beating? Ooh, um, it was called like Dungeon Hunter or Dungeon Defender, and it was like a free PlayStation uh, game. It was the first time that I that I was so involved with a game where I would come home from work and I would be like, "All right, let me let me go play this game all afternoon until I get <laughs> farther." Um, that I started playing with the roommate, but it was the first one that made. It was the first time that I was um, checking with my best friends, like, "Oh my gosh, like there's." 
there's a game that I I I really feel compelled to to keep on going with this character. It was the first time that I'd and I'd had um in in tabletop RPGs as well as other RPGs, I'd never understood the different um your different roles. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how to really play a rogue character until having mm. this, until this mm. game. So I'm explaining like, okay, like uh, for a fighter, you want to go in, but with, for a rogue, you want to have this different approach and getting to, getting to explore that as someone with such a large background in, I love just general kinds of play, but especially um, with so much theater background. Once I'm like, okay, okay, this mm. is uh like now now i'm understanding what like what to what to like what to get from this and i am i'm like i'm in my bag and then uh then the more that um the more that there the more that all these incredible people have been um advocating for for accessibility and equity in the games industry that um and this is I mean, kind of uh, jumping off of what you said earlier, Moses, about the gaming industry being full of uh, being full of other like fun and creative people. And yeah. the thing because the thing is, there are like, yes, there are so many. There are so many um, not as uh, not as positive and, 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 and like troublesome folk in the sure. industry. But the difference between the difference between that in the gaming industry and with a lot of other industries and products is that you can't like you, you can't lie about truth and the truth of the games is that these are inspiring intriguing and um that these are that you're making incredible pieces whether you whether you and and with um it different than with writing i just uh i'm like ah, well i'll get into that later but the point is i beat this dungeon defender game and was able to come back on like the, the harder level and i was like this is like the the achievement like i um that wasn't uh w- when people suggest those things of like all right like try um and especially the difference of i've been i've been listening to this book of a uh, um brave not perfect and especially how um traditionally um traditionally young women uh, that we are uh, uh, often socialized in this, like in this specific contemporary American society, like under like with with a lot of filters of like with like those of us in um, that, and I think a lot of people relate to this. But um, this book um, sought to sought to just address some of those ideas where like oh like little um, whereas sometimes um, non uh, non women like children are are taught like hey like um like it's okay if you if you're not good at that game like just don't play that don't try to get hurt and and go ahead with this and that i'm like oh yeah like i i wasn't um yeah like the there was the focus was on um doing well and um yeah, like the, there was a focus on doing well, and it was like, oh, like, well, you're, you know, you're smart, like, do the things that you're like, smart at, but that there wasn't, there wasn't a continued push for, like, hey, like, let's find, let's, uh, like, let's cheer you on as you fail at games, mm-hmm. and now, now that there are so, there's so much accessibility in games that allows for that, that's so flexible, I am just delighted having having games that say like hey it's okay you can just try again a lot and uh and these are just other adjustments that you can make incredible love the <laughs> like it's games are 
games are too good for people to keep the industry difficult. <laughs> I that's, love that. That's what it is. Like it's like yeah, games are games are too good. People are too good with games to <laughs> to you can't um yeah. You can't All yeah, that. you can't grind us down. You can't right, grind this like, thing down because it's pure. Like you said, you, it's true, you know? Like yeah, like it's these are these aren't um you accidentally uh made art and books and now they're shareable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surprise. Surpri and you made it more customizable and fun. And yeah. uh and now and now like you, you can't control how much good that people do uh, around this. So I <laughs> there's I I love it. It um and it makes some people mad that they can't keep game that that they're like games are too happy for people. Like, sorry, bud, too many cool people uh, are involved in it, and like, <laughs> you can't outgrind awesome. Um, yeah, and the games the games will always be there. The games that you've played and enjoyed aren't going anywhere. And if we have new games for more people as we go forward, that's only a good thing. It doesn't take so anything away games. from anyone. We have so many games. Yeah. I love like, and I. Uh, it's just so, so uh to wrap, so, but yes to, to to get back uh that dungeon hunter dungeon defender if you can find that if we can find that game again uh it it had um at least local co-op i would love to just um i would love to just grind through dungeons sure. or or like i mean i got i got excited about that clash of uh yeah clash of of into that. i was i was looking at that um and loop hero while we were talking Ooh, yes that about games all the time <laughs> so much goodness well um speaking of goodness my final question for you alicia what's your favorite game i have one game tattooed on me and for all of the i mean not the entire game, every package file <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh i for the for the one game that is tattooed on me that is bioshock infinite for mm. for all of the problems that are in the story i uh and i i do this and i guess this is part of how i decide to find joy in things i'm very stubborn about um and have been increasingly so over the last i would say like six months about when when i decide to when i decide to find happiness or joy in something i will um I will bring and put the happiness and joy in that thing, whether or not, if something, if something is great, good, great news. If something is not good, I will stubbornly decide that. I'm, uh, I know that I like a lot of good enjoyment with me. And if I'm playing this, I'm going to <laughs> like, I'm going to have a good time. And there you go. I, um, the, uh, the experience of hearing about a game like before I played it and, and actually but like I I got into before even playing it I heard about uh just hearing about the a game where uh had such an, a powerful narrative and that was for me the first game to really that was the first time that I felt like I really drew power like from a game it's like mm. oh like I I see mm -hmm. how like this is um like these are i love imagining like these characters looking out for me and like i feel like these are my team even like outside like um outside of whatever and this is how i feel about games like outside of whatever you design this game to do or tell me i'm going to take a positive inspirational message from that no matter what mm -hmm. and for <laughs> for uh 
so from Bioshock Infinite having a game that gave me um, an extremely powerful uh, songbird creature, which was like, oh, this it's gigantic mechanical bird that is that yeah. is protective and is a super badass and um, and is also like uh, that it, it's called the songbird, so it's got a musical connection. I had. Um, and then between that powerful character and having uh, this other character, Daisy, who was a, a black woman who a black woman science mathematical genius, I'm like, <laughs> you have these in video games now. Uh, and wow. I was, you know, I'm in programming, and I was like, wait a second. So you're telling me that the leader of the, of this of this incredible black liberation group is also a woman in STEM who even like, even the most difficult racist people of the game, like they can't fight her. And the only thing in this game of even trying to bring this person down where I was like, my headcanon is already better for this. And then later they gave a DLC <laughs> that just supported my headcanon. I was well, like, I, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a special game and the series as a whole, you know, I've always, really enjoyed uh and the story in infinite is is wonderful uh and very twisty turny like I, my favorite thing about the story is like the musical anachronisms because like you have this yes. character going into the future i think and stealing music and then repurposing it as like contemporary 1940s yeah. barbershop like the right away the Beach right Boys. away that one of my favorite things immediately like yeah. I, sometimes i i'll start the game again i won't even play through it all but i'll right. just go and visit the i'll just visit the nice barber shop yep guys, so good again so good God and moses i wondered <laughs> well i wondered if you had played infinite i know that your experience with bioshock i know you ran out of bullets in the first game Correct. And it was all over from there. But it kind of was, you know, it's unfortunate. I've read quite a bit about Infinite, actually. Yeah. Mm. Um, in part because um the uh was it the well-played journal? I can't remember what I was reviewing for, but somebody had a submission. It was probably the well-played journal um that was about Infinite. And that led me down a rabbit hole of like watching some YouTube videos and reading like 10 different articles. And so I'm like completely spoiled for the game, and I actually still want to play it which I think says yeah. quite a lot. So. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What I, I couldn't, couldn't put it better myself. Uh, well, uh, we will turn things over. Moses, you've got a few questions of your own. You have a few questions uh, as, as it goes with our show format. I've got some, some custom questions for you, Alicia. Bring it um, on. You and I first met, not at a, a game dev event, but we'd both been at, uh, at MDev. Yes. Before we met at Nick and Alex's uh, later that uh, that same day. Yes. Um, so my first question for you is about live game events. Yeah. Um, I was, of course, talking about how much uh, these spaces are fantastic. But tell me, during the course of COVID, what do you and also you, you're you're engaged locally in Madison with, uh, you know, with live uh, with the, with the dev community there, um, at least last time I checked. Yes. Um, and uh, and I, I know there have been some uh, really cool, you know, pre-COVID um, regular series of events that was going on and so on and so forth. But what do you miss the least in our current <laughs> context about doing live games events? Oh, that was that was a good uh, turnover question because I'm like I being able to socialize with everyone from my own uh from from my own seat is the greatest <laughs> most incredible <laughs> thing i have been so much i have um 
I've been extremely social. I, I mean, oh, not extreme. Let me let me dial that back. I feel like as as someone who is extremely extrovert, Ted, like in in how I engage with people, but who is I think just secretly deep down that I I love introverting. I love just cozying up at home and like I'll yeah. just play this game for three years and no one will see me. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? It's light outside. Uh, yeah, that I, no I love. No one needs to know. <laughs> no one can know my secret shame. Uh, I, I have felt like, um, yeah, I like this. The beauty of games and discords is that I, I feel really connected to, uh, to the, um, to the game community through, uh, through social media, uh, mostly. Twitter and Twitch has been fantastic. I have yeah. been, um, I think, espe- especially because so many game events that I've that I've enjoyed have been. Um, like I, I, I love traveling. I, I really loved being out of getting out of state during the winter here. Like flying oh, yeah. to like out. oh like there's a, a fighting game. I, I don't like. Here's the thing. I don't uh, really play fighting games. Like I mean, play around with Mortal Kombat, but I'm I'm a button smasher, and, and my my yeah. generally my tech for um like one of my favorite uh yeah. So I don't really have tech, but for like I like I would volunteer for things like uh Shine and for Final Round just because I'm like oh I love being around the fighting game vibe and um like i'll just i'll help be a tournament organizer and and you know be shouting out and yelling people but i'm like i can't really play and (laughs) also yeah um and also uh i i'm like hotel room and stuff is nice but also i'm like this this costs a lot of money and i'm also tired and (laughs) and it's uh it i'm i'm working the as much as i i love again love it love it love it uh and hope to do that more for the future, but that I definitely, I love, like, I, in at conventions, I'm meeting people that I am, um, and even in around the local community, it's, uh, I'm mainly seeing, I'm mainly connecting with people on Zoom calls and other things anyway, because, uh, or, or just on Twitch, or I'm, I'm following someone else's stream. I love being able to jump from like okay, I'm at home, and I and I saw another list of like here are all these like uh, here are all these people who were involved in this game, and I'm thinking like oh that's right like because so many so many of us are remote <laughs> and far off. Where I'm like gosh I I wish I could uh, like there's there's these people who are in Atlanta and and these other programmers who were moving in state or out of state. I'm like it's it's a uh, it's so nice to go on Twitch and see that. Is over uh, over COVID. One of my favorite community managers, who is over at who, who's been at Adult Swim and Brawlhalla and other game areas, started doing a lunchtime chat. Raven nice. started doing a lunchtime chat with mm. grabbing just hey, who are other cool people in the video game industry that I haven't really seen? And just during COVID, every day around noon, I'm doing a show, and I was like, this is this is fantastic. I this is what I, I just, thank you. Just like, I love being able to um, be <laughs> at home and then, uh, and also feel like, okay, I've contacted and I've been able to shout out support to all my different friends games in this day. And I didn't have to leave the house. I haven't put on shoes today. It's been great. <laughs> Heck uh, yes. 
Yeah, the shoeless life has been one of my big upsides of working at home too. I, I dig that. Yeah. Way to put the positive spin on my negative question. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you've inspired me to tweak my next question. I was going to ask you who your favorite video game character of all time was. But instead, I want to ask you because you just, you know, kind of laid out what you've been, been uh, how you've been engaging the community lately. Um, who is a, a, a game dev that people probably don't know about that... Ooh. You know, and I'm sure there's more than one uh, that, you know, that while you got the mic here and however many people wind up listening to our pod that you're like, y'all should know about this person. Yes. Or it could be a small studio yes. if it's more than one person. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm <laughs> just my like, keep it together. My excitement is is like constantly at the 10. But I'm like, all right. All right. Give it like communicate communicate the, the joy <laughs> like instead like you know like party streamers are going off um see him yeah <laughs> i am currently in so much adoration for uh um abonic sims and x mira mira who are who are these developers who make um who mostly make mods for the sims but okay. i I, I was not so familiar with the modding community before, and I hadn't on I hadn't been into the Sims Four until last week. I when I got my vaccine, um, I had I'd heard uh, I had um, I'd played SimCity as a child. I uh, we've all sure. thrown we've all thrown a a kaiju and a fiery tornado at a city. In our that course. pretty much it's uh, true. Yeah, and then they're just like, "All right, well, go back to elementary school and uh, and no classes on ethics, kids. Just play SimCity and Oregon Trail, and <laughs> one lesson about the stock market." And then they sent us off to middle school. Uh, <laughs> or maybe that was my school. I, I'm also from New Jersey, and I and uh, as New Jersey rule is one, you always have to tell people that you're from New Jersey. It's they say it on your birth certificate. Two is uh, I everyone else's school ex school experiences. Uh, they may or may not vary. I'm I'm not sure. I'm too too deep in the jersey to know. But there you go. Yeah, but all that uh, is. Too and three is that you never get to fill your own gas, right? I I can't. I I I've I have filled. I've pumped gas. I think on less than the fingers I have on two hands. <laughs> Which is ten. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for actually letting people know because yeah, yeah if I <laughs> yeah. Uh, visual that uh, I did have all ten fingers up. Those are two modders that I super love. I, uh, um, uh, Cheska, Francesca Leone, who is, uh, who is at, who's been doing work with Color Coded recently. I am a, a super big fan, if I can uh, brag. So Francesca came here from Brooklyn, New York, and is, is, uh, is leaving the city again because she is too, uh she's too good for it. she's really really good and very organized so she does both um she does both game development work as well as um a lot of gaming organization for um uh, organization for marginalized groups and she just had um my uh dream mentor jean leggett on uh like to talk to um, to talk to a number of students in the class. And I, um, yeah, that's, and that, when I talk about, this is why I, I, I can't talk, even talk about game design without 
a grin on my face, even with all, like with all of the things that I know about the industry. I'm like, I know a lot. I know yeah. a lot about a lot of industries. I I right. came to the game dev industry after like web development and software tech, and I looked at the game industry, and I'm like. Honestly, the, this is a way more everyone. This group was really welcoming, and I like I, I showed one game, and everyone there was like, "You should try programming uh, your own games." I was like, "That did not happen when I <laughs> when I got into when I got into mm -hmm. software programming. I didn't have people saying, "Hey, you should make your own app." That was not the immediate <laughs> response. Right. Um, but game devs are all like, "Hey, I uh, I made um, there like, another person in town." um kevin is the uh, i went to a meetup and he made the thomas the tank engine train mod for skyrim oh wow <laughs> and i found out in the middle of it was just uh, a meetup at the brass ring and and everyone was talking and we were talking about trains because i i again i i can't the new jersey part is just so inherent in everything i'm talking about like i you know i don't pump my own gas and i believe that i should be able to like the way that i grew up was that i could walk from my house to the train station take the train station anywhere i needed to go and so on th so there i was you know like eating a cheese curd and loudly explaining <laughs> that trains should be everywhere once again. And this person was like, I also like trains. I was like, great. I love trains. And this person explains that he does love trains wow. so much that just for free, he made the famous Thomas the Train Engine mod. And uh, game development, y'all, it's, uh, it's joy. <laughs> and I will so just take this joy. opportunity to say curse Scott Walker and the Wisconsin GOP because you should be able <laughs> yes. in Madison to get on a train that takes you to the Twin yeah. Cities or I, to Chicago. I got people screamed me off their property when I was a in 2010. I was a canvasser. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make that money, honey. Uh, like of a. Yeah, of, I had a terrible, terrible canvassing job. Uh, no, um, sorry, I won't just diss the job. The job was a job, and it, is what it, it is. was a, the job was what it is. I had a rough experience as a can as a having talked to um, white male friends who uh, who I the other progressive friends in town where I I've talked to them last year, and they said like I they're like you know canvassing feels empowering and other mm. things i'm like that sounds awesome uh m my canvassing experience was that um they would uh like they would send us to to like all over either uh, all over madison and milwaukee <laughs> to talk about the um yeah in in 2010 when they're uh when we were they were still talking about the um the train bill the train. and and uh yeah the high sea train and they're like okay well let's send let's send you uh a queer black woman to um uh, to on like you know and people we were canvassing like they would send a group to an area but then you were by yourself going up like right. to all these houses and they're like yeah let's send this tiny black woman by herself and so you you would just be they you know they drop you off at 10 you just round up you uh, back at the meeting spot at four. Wow. Um, yeah. 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 No check-ins or none of that. Stuff. So, um, and and it's it's amazing now, given how horrifying other news stories are. It's amazing that like that it went 
honestly as well as it did but yeah that i would i'd be going up to, to people's doors like hey um so you know high speed rail uh and it, this, these are in the mansion neighborhoods right right so, oh, they, so, right. so people who do not want to see anyone on you know, like wandering up their very nice, <laughs> extremely nice brick driveways in the first place, much less saying, hey, do you want your nightmare to come true? And <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but wow. you had to do every single house or else they're like, oh, or, oh you know, we'll take your paycheck. So, yeah. like, so, oh, so I'm going up and like, hey, um, uh, can you we go for this <laughs> i just remember one time a guy was yelling at me so hard his kid his toddler starts crying in the background oh, and, no. and i was gesturing to him like do you do you want to do you want to get that you want to get that yeah like a ringing phone and he was like no oh my god i'm like all right sir well i'll be off but as i was walking away i'm like oh, you know the train's pretty great i i happen to i happen to quite like trains and and also and uh so I I have, I think it's the amazing mix of anxiety plus ADHD, plus because of having this background, I both am that I'm I'm frequently anxious, and then um, life provides so many opportunities to, and the more that I learn about like again reading like books like Brave Not Perfect, like oh okay so just uh, just try stuff, and mm-hmm. um, and and I used to think like well you know, like things are. I would say like I I can't like the problem is that I can't be as brave because I know that with this intersection of marginalization the the flack that I get you know is different mm-hmm. but yeah. when like the changing view of like of so many rough things happen that where I'm like you know I get like y- you get to a point of it's of it being enough of like wait a second when I when I get flack I'm like well, I seem to get flack even if I'm trying my best. Mm. And yeah. uh, and even if I am like, you know, if I'm nervous or I'm not being nervous, I'm going to get flack. It it kind of seems like, it kind of seems like uh, I could either make the, <laughs> kind of seems like this, like my anxiety is going to be here and um, and people are going to be places. And so I, um, yeah, like given, given the choice of, directly interacting like waitressing is a thing that i can't uh, mm-hmm. that i that oh like, that i maybe would be able to do again but that i uh i i definitely like i uh was just thinking like oh um the <laughs> the anxiety from from being like oh like i i, I love like again the extroverted introvert like mm-hmm. i love socializing and engaging and i just uh hooped for me uh i just applied for a for a weekend gig um help doing front of house at a local uh video game bar um oh shit yeah nice. and uh, where they nice. because they are offering like a mix of bar back and other support like supportive front of house positions but that i was specifically like mm, i don't want to commit to a bartender position or a waitressing one because of how like it's both the anxiety and it's also it's because of the extra exhaustion of um of all of the person like peopling energy but that like being but the other social thing of being like oh like being around like i can be um i like i can do really well with just just the added practice of like of let me like even though i'm like all right it's really nice to be at home and other things but then i'm like i 
what if I was around uh, other video game like people who just wanted to talk about these nice arcade games or <laughs> who liked games or just any <laughs> it's not that I miss convention life or anything but uh, there I was yesterday sending an email like would would you let me stay at your video game house <laughs> can I please like can can I please be part of video game but I just want to I just want to make my videos about video games at home during the weekend. Just let me go in and see your, let, let me just touch the machine. I, I, like, I, I enjoyed helping out even, um, when, when the, before, uh, the business was open, I enjoyed, um, like I, I'm friends with, uh, <laughs> their creator and I just enjoyed, I did paper mache on the, um, on the columns in there just I was like I, I, yeah nice. I was like I just love I'm like I just like being around here you don't need and same with like a tournament organizing and other stuff like like I just like and and for me like that is that's a big part of the difference of an industry where I'm like okay I can I I don't have the same inclination for um finance or to be a doctor but i know that i you know if, if you focus and and organize you you could like that that's an option and and it's okay like well what well what what are those conventions like well they're it's healthcare supply conventions and and we, you can go and if you're really excited about all the equipment that sounds great but conventions in other spaces where i'm like oh well on my on my break i'm going to go like <laughs> i i have a picture of uh uh from was it pack south when they're releasing another a new resident evil and so they had raccoon pd like a, a real police car <laughs> a real raccoon police car oh, and zombie limb and i got to take a whole i uh I got, when they then they had a there wasn't even a line all the people were already inside the much bigger display to get to play the game mm -hmm. and so they were like oh like, like right now if you want we can take a picture of you like in the car i was like i was like you don't need to tell me twice and i rounded up my pals and we're running it and we're <laughs> and i'm yeah like it's a picture of me holding up a little zombie limb and leaning out of the car like yeah that is yes like, like that like you can you can have a difficult industry with with these other with social issues wherever you go but you could but one of them one of them has resident evil <laughs> hell yeah i uh yeah i just i i love that i um uh a dev that i always enjoy is a uh, um gosh i enjoy um a photo photocon from uh the brawlhalla group i uh who is a um was a, a former fighting a, a former competitive um gamer but uh photocon is a person who was uh who's been really um really nice and welcoming into the like where the where i got my um where i got my idea of okay i'll uh let me like I don't know about the fighting game in, like industry, like I, the fighting game community. Like I don't know if I'm all that tough. And this person being like, "Hey, like, um, just very positive bro vibes of being like video games, Matt. Like, and and just someone who provides all of this fighting game, like, just casual, just support and where hundreds of thousands of hundreds of thousands of viewers, mostly like teenagers internationally, will be tuning into his shows and be like, yeah, you're our dad, you're our dad. <laughs> and they're like, you're like our fighting game dad. And I am like, this is a person who has shown me like 
how um yeah where at first when i was like oh like i you know i do some dev but i don't know about making games and he's like he's like i don't even use most of those languages i just use auto hotkeys and between that and other modders like those are there are so many cool different kinds of development that yeah. i love just being exposed to and and the way that people the way that people use use game dev just to make it more fun for more fun and accessible to other people it's just yeah. I mean, thank you for the most inclusive response possible, um, because obviously, I mean, there's there's different kinds of inclusivity that one can strive for and that we see re getting realized in gaming. But I think one that is under um, kind of accounted for is the recognition that there is no hard boundary where game dev stops, right? Yeah. Um, that yes. there, there's so much development that goes on in the community that flows into the experience of games that people play. Yes. And, and that's just, it's absolutely huge. Sorry, there's yeah. a, a feline conflict going on in the background over here. <laughs> it's constant. I've been, uh, like, this is the longest that I've been able to be on a Zoom without a cat crawling on me. <laughs> so I've been, um, this is this is me just being smug about, like, this is, I've never gotten away with this for so long and i'm extremely <laughs> uh, happy for every other every other class or appointment that i have had since covid has begun has i guess yeah that's been um another hard part is um is being in meetings and explaining like i i love this cat but i'd want this cat to not be pushing every laptop button <laughs> please not the keyboard please no no not the, not the oh god no, like, not no. The power button. what if i put my butt on your keyboard does that help <laughs> It, what like, if I put my butt right in the camera? Oh, come on. Yeah, Nobody like, wants to see that. It's like, no, no, no. But you need to see my butt. Maybe I don't. Right. Maybe <laughs> I don't. No cat has ever thought that that is not uh, the case, though. So, I mean, I think we can collectively. Well, as, I, do have, I do have one yes. more question. Um, and you actually teased this earlier. I was going to say, we met in Madison, but I know that you are from New Jersey. What, in your opinion, is the game with the most Jersey vibe? Ooh. Yes. Oh my gosh! Um, for how how GTA really hit <laughs> as a kid of of just hey like the driving looks reckless but I'm going here like that's my way and <laughs> yes. it's just casual. It's it's wild to explain New Jersey driving rules that I just knew because I I'm I'm a nervous. I'm an anxious driver here. I was not scared in New Jersey. I, I mean, I was initially, but the rules were familiar to me of you can go 80 on the highway and you can cross like you can cross like three or four lanes if you're looking because no one's going to the left. You're all just if you're if you're making the Jersey slide, you're going the Jersey slide to the right. And GTA was also like, listen, like. <laughs> you might need to do some cheat codes and i remember like oh i have to like we've got i've got dial-up internet <laughs> so let me just we, we like so my friend and i um uh we you know we'd have to ask our parents like one can we have a play date two uh can we go online and three uh <laughs> three can we print out <laughs> two pages <laughs> Yes. <laughs> two pages of the little cheat codes wow. i'm like i'm like you know what you drive but like everything's all right and sometimes um that got it was it was uh the accent that because like because i i don't think of new jersey as having um like from where i'm from in new jersey doesn't have like that strong of accent like i didn't find that very 
yeah like they like the the strongest new jersey the strongest jersey accent that i can identify is brooklyn <laughs> like mm-hmm. older brooklyn uh the nothing ever sounded more jersey than someone imitating someone from brooklyn or an actor in like newsies saying never fear brooklyn is here and then going to play gta 3 and having characters go hoy a misty i was like this is fantastic ah. and um and then they're like all right what are you gonna do in driving and i was like um uh, i'm just gonna go by the beach and then Sometimes I would, you know, just take the car and just like watch a watch the sunset in yeah. it, and that like, and that was those are some of my favorite New Jersey like memories too. Is that there are, you know, when you're when you're not screaming that you refuse to bump your own gas, uh, there are lovely <laughs> after you've had after you've had your uh, your assigned gas pumper, then you can go on a lovely drive. Um, swerving around <laughs> through the through the uh, the old turnpike, and there would be uh, like gorgeous areas of the intersection, like the like the big giant state these really big state parks in the Appalachian Mountains where you could see across like Delaware Water Gap and like where Pennsylvania meets Delaware and meets Jersey, and um, and it like it felt it felt so much so much more removed from city and civilization even than than I do than I feel even um like as as much uh as much as I feel like there's like I can leave Madison like when I go out of Madison it's immediately like it's immediately like okay here's the cutoff of um you are no longer an urban residential whereas I my New Jersey upbringing was I'm an urban residential and the next the next town after this is also urban residential, so on and so forth for a while until you do either farmland or another city. <laughs> um, but uh, but that um, so yeah, it, but that in in Jersey, like once you once you did get out into like the bigger space, you were like, wow, it, like you know, you go up, um, yeah, you, know, you get up high, and you're like, I don't see. I don't see any city like I don't see cities or ever for a while or but you go in the other direction for another hour and suddenly there's an entire <laughs> and suddenly like I can see <laughs> I can see the New York skyline from here <laughs> right um and uh yeah like GTA always um sometimes like that sometimes that felt like uh New Jersey although um to uh but if I can jump into uh games that feel uh, starting to feel more like home in a different way are right now um, this like oh my get I've gotten into the Sims 4 recently where uh, I be, like because of all of these uh, so it was because I heard like X Mira Mira um, this programmer Amira had um, had like when she initially started um, programming and, and and rendering all these things in in blender and um and and working with all these all electronic arts packages uh and uh and in in making so many um detailed like way higher detailed than i thought animal crossing was like oh i didn't realize you could customize all these things a year ago jumped into the sims during my vaccine uh first vaccine shot just uh like oh I was like oh I was a little tired let me throw this on, and it is the most <laughs> the it it's like 
it was like when I when I started programming in Linux and I found out like everyone has a homebrew for this open source forever. And that is what it it feels like of hey, do you want a home to feel like home? It it's it was it's it's been the first time um like and I've 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 moved around uh, a bunch in in the city since coming here and I I'm just starting to I'm I am just starting to plan for like okay, by the end of this year I want to be in the uh, I want to be in the apartment that I want to stay in until I buy a house. Um, like, the, like I'm oh, in, yeah. I'm in that kind of mode now. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so, um, but because I, I am, I really have streamlined other moving processes and have, and I've been in like harder relationships where I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to worry about, about like tangible items right now. Like I, I figure out like what I can, what I can move with and go. But this like building in in the sims and learning how i can um and finally feeling like uh okay like i for the first time i have a home that i that i want to like stay this way where i i looked at uh there was a point where before before using the cheat to make more money i was like well no let me see like how far i can get with my character that i made to kind of look like me and i finally like i've made this i've gotten the, the mods to make her she looks like me and she's and she's in this like this cool house that I downloaded called like Vogue House and and I customized it to fit this lot and I didn't give her extra money and I had her working freelance techniques as I've been doing in real life and similarly we were both looking like we're both kind of broke and so I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and, <laughs> and uh you know and it's two in the morning and I'm like I'm not giving up this game I'll download you a new hairstyle don't you worry uh and she's like and you know the notification comes up like your bills aren't here and uh I was like, okay, well, what would, um, what, um, like, I, I kind of feel stuck sometimes in real life, but then, um, then I just look online and people are like, no, uh, you can just make stuff like, like customize stuff for however. And I, and I set up like, okay, I'll put together, like this house is empty, but I'll put together a living room and like, and decorations on the walls. And then I, and when I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want, I can sell other things that I don't need, but I'm not selling anything from this living room. I'm not selling anything from this dining room. I like how this is together. And yeah. I and I haven't um and I'm like that the way that I love uh everything about the decoration for my house growing up, like when when meeting other people who um who were like, oh like um like the first time I talked to people who who talked about, you know, oh like what what would you want to do to a house or change these things? And I at first thought like I don't I'd never thought of really changing stuff. You know, my parents aren't, uh, they weren't very construction interested um, or based. Right. I think, I think they had, I think they had someone else like redo one bathroom, but, uh, but that we didn't really change things. But this is, um, this game for the first time I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm like, no, I'll, I will have my little character like hustle away on, on this work. And just, even though, um, even though she, you know, she failed like her first, I didn't understand. Um, I uh, and and I have this with a bunch of games from from not having the background of always knowing, uh, like aside from GTA cheat codes that I I generally didn't have, um, like without having the console, much less a like a useful you know encyclopedia or of of a game to be like, all right, here's the entire like strategy guide for right. Sonic. Um, but now now it's uh, because the world is so beautiful, it's fine. The world is just beautiful and open source, and and all the people and like the people involved in other open source kind of like like um 
universal basic <laughs> universal basic uh good stuff I like like that's me like like I'm not going towards politics I'm just like universal basic joy UBG UBJ UBG J UBG there you go yeah like uh, cough cough equity um <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> yes but like I uh it like being able to to put together um like a a, a a happy like family home where I've added in some agreeable and be like okay like like this is this is what it feels like again to have like a place that really feels like a home base where like we're and I and within a couple of days I made a whole bunch of houses and a whole bunch of families but this is the first one where I was like okay like this is like this is the squad and and I and in um just file managing all of the, the mods last night for several hours or else I wasn't even playing the game I'm just working with other files related to this yes. and because I'm like oh this is just so this is so good I was like I just remind me this is this is what I liked about gaming this is what I love about programming um is mm -hmm. yeah where you can just feel at home with this stuff and I'm and like this is reminding me of the like this other this other app that I've been working on for a while and on the back burner I'm like ah getting to this game um <laughs> Sims 4 my other favorite game like the favorite game of the like I I want to say like has Stardew Valley been my favorite game this month let me let's just tang tangent because uh let me just sneak this in I'd I heard about Stardew Valley mods and I was already like oh like that sounds that sounds great because I'd I was like yet again intimidated by games that where I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not good at this because the game, you know, right, uh, first the game starts to say like, you, you've killed your crops, you're very poor, <laughs> and here you go. And I was like, oh, I'm not completing the things that it's giving me. And I know that, you know, that, uh, that like, like as, as a person with anxiety, like I, oh, I've, I've displeased an entire town. But then, but then learning like, oh, I'm, uh, I like these are just lessons that I didn't get as much growing up, but that I, um, you know, you're never too old to get the lessons that like, that you needed. And especially uh, the convenience of, the more that I talk to people who are older than me now, who are, who don't have this kind of like joy and enthusiasm, I'm like, ugh, that would be so much harder to not, um, yeah, I'm like, it's, I, like I don't feel, um, yeah, I don't feel old <laughs> anymore. Like there were times where, where I was like, oh, I, sh I should have done more by this time. But then, um, then I was like, all right, no, like let me keep it together. And then separately, my mom released her first book from Fifty to Fabulous <laughs> last winter, wow. and uh, so she's uh, she's seventy. She's seventy, and she released a book about uh, how like her her new life started when she was fifty. And she divorced and moved out here from from New Jersey, uh, and um, and how like starting how if you you how scary that was to get up like okay like you got like going through a, like a, the change of of everything you changing your city your relationship you're not like you're far from your your kids and and um, and just so much but um, but that like you. But like you can, like it's it's not easy for a a black woman from 
from a town in Illinois who didn't know if she like would ever get out of that town to be like, all right, I'm going to try again to like, let me scrap up stuff together and like, and try. Uh, but she did. And, and now, I mean, I, uh, for, for as much as I know, I mean, my own family members and friends, like for how hard things can be, I, um, it is, it's, so much easier for me just deciding like, all right, well, I am like, I am uh, 30 some years young. I'm going to like, I'm going to enjoy video games. I'm going to enjoy life. And I'm going to enjoy this house and like, good luck uh, to, uh, good luck destroying it. I've, <laughs> I just, I love like, yeah, I, I feel good about putting so much good out in the world I love getting I love hearing that like a game that I've like helped with or that a and it a gaming like convention was better that people like oh I got to meet all these people and I'm like yeah but then I can also go online and find like oh here's an entire new discord full of another great people I I went from not knowing what Blaseball was before Paul to uh I I love the New York millennials oh my god I'm a, that makes I, me happy like, my dear <laughs> beloved millennials, you can pry them from from my cold un uh like I don't uh, like instead of cold dead hands, let me just say my cold un your hands are not cold. coordinated. Yeah, I was like they they don't have circulation. Right. My cold uncirculated little fingers. I mean, I'm <laughs> gonna at least try to pry Chorby short from your goddamn pitching rotation. We uh, we didn't like uh, yeah you know sometimes you have to do a little trade. We do a little trade. Yeah. Trade. Yeah, no, but, it's uh, salt, salt in the wound at this point. But hey, um, <laughs> well, um, in in the interest of 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 time, uh, so it, we sort of gracefully segued into your your topic, and I want to make sure that you you definitely get like <laughs> the thrust of of your topic because you were you were referencing The Sims, and oh, I know yeah. that that's what you uh, that's and, what you were interested in in speaking to as 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 well as I mean this is all fascinating stuff um, yeah and just yeah I really just have like one like I feel like I covered a lot and I just have one last cool thing about the about just how how happy the sims made me in the last oh. week to to plug yes <laughs> oh, heck yeah. just the joy of okay okay I don't know if anyone here has ever had ADHD before <laughs> raise his hand <laughs> um but uh I've had it for a while uh <laughs> and like between that and a few other things, like there are executive functioning can be can be tricky. Mm -hmm. um, like ah, like I want to I want to get tasks done, but uh, I got like like I let me just figure out how do I how do I best manage like myself and my needs and all my check-ins. But the like uh, uh, another detail about ADHD uh, is that it is. Like things are easier when um, it's it's increasingly easier if you're body mirroring. So if uh, if you are, um, I don't know if you've heard of body mirroring, but um, so it's uh, also I have a, a family full of psychologists. Um, <laughs> I, I am I am the one uh, tech one out of the group. So everyone else is like in count like my my nuclear blood family and my step family are in the mental health field. So. Hmm. Um, and I and so I just have a, a general, uh, as one of my instructors mentioned last year, uh, a sort of social work approach to <laughs> the tech industry and uh, and game industry. So um, so I am and I'm also the one who has uh, it seem, seems the strongest um, or most 
most easily visible uh, ADHD symptoms. Uh, so I, so for me, I'm like, ah, like sometimes I'm, I know a lot about, um, about like what I should be perceiving in a day, but how do I really manage all of my needs and things? And, and I, I got an inkling of this with Animal Crossing uh, a year ago when I, I started playing and I finally had, um, a character who I made to look uh, like kind of like me, I was able to like, ah, get a cool, uh, a few cool designs so that all like, oh, these are outfits that I'd want to wear. And so now I have a little avatar that looks kind of like me and I can put it to bed at like the, at, at a good time of about 11 o'clock. And then I can, I, then I see, okay, I'm putting my little character to like tucked in bed and I put her in pajamas and then I put her to bed and she is peaceful and then i go okay now i'm going to do that in real life and so and for like a few mm. weeks we like both me and my little character were Aww. were in bed and doing that. and i was like this is really healthy <laughs> i love that um yeah and cool. so that was awesome upgrade to the sims now where i i and i you know, I've, I've played around a little bit with uh i think like sims 3 as a, the phone game like on mobile and and i liked that i the only issue there i think was just uh my old phone my old phone had half the storage of my current phone so i would so i would regularly play some sims or harry potter and then say, i have to delete this so that i have any room for my thousand pictures of my animals uh, <laughs> like, no one has seen this video of like at the time i was like no no i have two i was like I, there's cats i've got rats and just, there's a video that's five minutes long of one eating a strawberry um <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Perfect. so with uh, so with my my inclination to watch small, adorable things be cute and happy in their environments, mm. um, <laughs> translate over to video games where I'm like, ah, and like now I'm getting a feel for how to take care of things here. And I'm already like satisfied with all of that. Like ah, it's organized. And then for The Sims 4 uh, to to get all the all these customization things so that I can make my care, make characters both more similar to me and more just ways that I like, that I would like to, that I would like to express myself more and ways I would like, Oh, this is how I would like to have like a house nice and organized. And here's mm. what I, things I would want here. And, um, and people have customized, like those are actual like posters and actual kinds of like healthy artwork that I want on the walls. And, um, and, uh, and I am like, oh, you can legalize different things in these games. And I'm like, I, I grabbed all these mods and I watched my cute little characters. Like some had hard days and some had good days. But when I made characters that were closer to like me, those were, that was the happiest one. And, but like whenever they ran into issues, it was so clearly laid out because of having the UI that shows me like, hey, it's been, this is a character, like they need fun separate from social and at the same the, I think it's in the same way that they need hygiene sleep and eating and their bladder mm -hmm. huh. and just you just check in just check in mm -hmm. on on the little on the on the little green things and i and i was already looking at that like taking note and then it was like oh um if you if you do the yeah, i was like okay i can sign up for a freelance uh, you know, for a freelance programming uh, gig, but I don't know how to do it. And then in the game, and it 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 tells you like, oh, like you know, this didn't work out right. But if you, but you have to both 
talk with there are the two options of working on programming and also talking with your client. You have to budget in time for both of those. Mm-hmm. And I was looking yeah. at this like, hmm, wow, like remembering to like these options immediately are like are are being uh, like opened up here, and I'm like, okay, like I that that's true i could you know organize like if i if, if you decide to do these on these days like yeah i could organize my day like that and then and then i open up another and again and then i check another thing that says like oh well um you you can get back your sleep and energizedness with coffee and with oh, tea but but every time you make it it costs the eight dollars right because that's how much this costs and i'm like all of the ADHD tax things of where I, you know, I will go my ideal supermarket trips. I, I make them organized and fast and I, and I can make, um, I can do really short, fast, organized, like grocery trips of, okay, um, five minutes or less, let me get everything. 10 minutes less, let me get everything. $30 or less, let me get whatever. But, uh, but it really works for me. I love the daily organization of, okay, like I can, I love figuring out the budgeting, like budgeting time and other things. Like it's the, the struggle with ADHD is that I'm like, oh, I'm I'm hyper aware of these things, but but factors keep dropping, and I and um when I when like my executive function is is monitoring a lot of these tasks, but uh like how do I like how do I set up like a, an, an almost like a testing strip for myself, and I and I've just been learning that with um like with my therapist over the last year of like, okay, like body awareness, all these uh, meditation has only started working for me in the last, since Corona has started because I got, um, because I, you know, like, like having worked out other anxiety and other stressful things like, okay, like now I can meditate and actually, and, you know, focus not all the time, but like, I can take time to really focus and like, what am I learning here? And with the Sims, it was like, Hey, um, here are, here are a lot of, clues that you're missing about social interactions mm. about gardening about taking care of your home and and all of these the the way that a lot of people will and not a lot but the way that some people especially neurodiverse people will say i wish that i had a manual for for life or i wish i had a manual for my child and where where i experienced that from like even as a child like i um I didn't realize how, uh, and I would just analyze, I'd write my own just personal research papers on like, this is how I think community, I I thought I'd, I was like, okay, I'll just study how others communicate. And I just, and I I studied socialization and I was the shyest kid and I just worked and practiced, like uh, I just practiced it (laughs) being super, I just, I was just weird, but I just kept trying, uh, long enough to get better at it and then the then this game just shows like that's working on charisma skill yeah oh like that like that's the practice that i got and like and i because i've heard all these things of gamify your life but a lot of those things require uh either a, like they're either require a different kind of structure or stability that you have in your ha- you have in your world whereas this game allows for like hey like here are some key ways to organize things and um and here are all of these like it's constantly like between the game itself and all the mods people make i'm constantly being like offered hey here are like if things don't look if things don't seem like they're going well there's always things you can do 
in this game to change it up like oh no like your your bills are off i was like uh i guess i could like sell some stuff and i could figure that out and then i think to myself like oh yeah like there are some things that i should definitely sell and make more money for me and then i look at this like oh like wow i have to eat more than i thought I'm like uh-huh i need to eat more than i thought <laughs> bro wow. and uh and yeah and it um and it and it like uh, it adds in like oh like um different ways that you communicate with people where it's like oh like the ta- like that it gives certain colors of this might make someone think that you're being flirty this might make someone like hurt or sad i'm like i love paying attention to those things you're giving me like so many more amazing amazing social cues good for you game you go sims wow that's yes. that seems so so powerful um yeah and yeah, so that's uh, that's my been my big uh, Sims thing. So I just um, if you like, so my last thing for everyone is whether you have a like a game or or even um, if you like even just an adorable like a, a Funko Pop, whatever you can find of of an object for like hey like le- like I'll let me care for like this item if that see if that helps um, and best wishes <laughs> yeah and then and we'll have to have you back because there's more okay. that i'm curious about in this conversation Please, i can't wait to be back I, um, like, let me let me just here, ask one one thing um we'll, we'll do a lightning round of 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 make my game but i'm i'm more interested in in your answer to this question could you speculate or speak to the importance of representation in terms of you of it being a like the sims is fun right but it but in what you've described it's actually helped sort of break down these things these parts of of life and to me the question is obvious but i'll ask it anyway do you feel like if you hadn't been able to make such a close facsimile of yourself that it would have been less impactful in that way absolutely and 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 here's why i finally here's why i know this because i've been playing sims games since childhood Mm-hmm. And that I never got so, mm. I never got so into that. With Animal Crossing, I I was like, I don't need, I don't see the general like, I don't see the general appeal of mm-hmm. um when I would ask like what what is this game about and and then and I also um I like part of what I want to explain on separate shows is just I I know that I experience a number of games very differently <laughs> than <laughs> than other people. Um, and so my reviews, uh, I'm like, ah, like, and I used to think like, ah, I don't know if I could even, re- I was warned, I'm like, can I review things if I experience them wildly differently? But I feel like yes, it's please. Now. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I, I definitely, like, I, I, I downloaded um, a, uh, a custom, I downloaded custom content for an Ariana Grande person who I am not even like, I, I, I go, I, I would say I'm in the middle on Ariana Grande. I've both had strong feelings on both directions. So I just, I just go for like in the middle of like Ariana Grande. Um, but I was like, oh, like here, someone, someone has an adorable Ariana Grande character. And I was like, yeah, let me throw her in. And I looked at her and after making and I just added her into this household because I was like, oh, I was like, ah, oh, my adorable, my adorable two characters that that you know that both look more like me and and have like similar hair and stuff. They like they're already making me, oh, like happy as a clam because I'm putting on all these outfits that I've considered wearing, 
and any ways that I've felt um that I felt like unsure about ah it's it's hard to get an idea of what uh what clothes that I wear and look good in because it's it's hard to like to fully visualize myself aside from the direct face like I've yeah. it's only been the last couple of weeks where I where I can because I'm generally an incredibly great um mental mentally visual like the um, the opposite of like aphantasia I'm like we're extremely extremely powerful like um mental visualizer but I was like huh I I didn't used to be able to like imagine my whole body and face and hair but now I can and so um and so like in my head I'll just like have it rotate on the same way I would in blender um I'll just put like a t-pose of me and I'm like okay I can think that but it's but I I've been wanting to make an app for like ah it's it's hard to put clothes together um because like I I love I'm like I love clothes I love fashion I like programming about that but I'm like huh I mean so I have to put stuff on and then I'm like my like my self-esteem if things don't go don't go together right and I know that affects a lot of my friends too and especially where I'm like ah oh, is the coloring right or whatever but I I played around with I downloaded a lot of clothes of these are things that I like and and I played around and I, I just put together all these different outfits for for the for like the similar in like in body shape of me both how I am now and when I've been at different weights and then I was like, oh, like I can see, let me put together a lot of really cute outfits for, and I, and like, and just download more. Like some stuff just isn't, like some stuff just isn't as flattering, but like there's so many other options. Like there's nothing wrong with like seeing that, like, oh, cause there, there's so many messages that are like, oh, like, well, like where, and it, it, I'll get frustrated. Like, oh, like there, what do I do with my hair to be seen as feminine? Um, mm-hmm because as a like it's it's so it's so different explaining the gender issue uh to non-black people when it's been a struggle to be to be considered a woman um is is a constant thing to remind people like and especially like for everything from yeah from all the details of like where i'm like it's yeah it's just it's been it's it's been it continues to be a lot of struggle just to say like i would like to be considered a woman like <laughs> like um and uh and then but with this game and I I mean I was um I was remarking it yesterday like I getting to put my um getting to put my my black dark skin character like up in a head wrap and having her be like like a, like a more curvy way that represented me I was like okay well some of these outfits I don't like how they are her, but look at how many other options that we have. And I was like, this is exactly what I want to do with my clothing app. And I just, yeah, like, like they, I've downloaded like just dozens more of skin colors that, that look, that are more like um, rich and flattering and they're just more realistic. And I'm able to make, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, ah, oh, uh, if there's a thing that I'm insecure about, I can just emphasize it on this character and then deal with it mm-hmm. with with this separate little character like oh no like things go wrong in the house uh we're low on money and and like there's a fire and then I'm like okay well we'll deal with this adorable doll creature and like with we'll deal with this in this in this nice simulation and then um and then in real life remember like hey um we can also just do this i yeah uh, it's like immersion therapy it's, exactly it's, it's so great. good that's and so just cool. hearing that, I mean, you know, it makes me sad to, well, it makes me happy and sad. It makes me sad to think about the missed opportunities because as happy as it makes you to be able to represent yourself in a game, 
you think about all the decades and all the games where that hasn't been an option and how many people have not uh, participated in those experiences for one reason or another, uh, whether right. it's subconscious or not, because it's not an option. And, yeah. you know, Japan is behind the times, like in the old Animal Crossing games, you used to have to get a tan if you wanted to be a person of color yeah. and then maintain your tan. But now you, there are other skin tones and other hair types and it's, it's slow progress, but and welcome. E you know? like, yeah. Even that they have, um, like, and that was an, a, definitely another thing where I, uh, I was like, man, like in, um, and it was like it was, it was the animal crossing it was like they finally allowed for a couple more customization options at the same time that they also released like halloween skin colors <laughs> and that is and, uh -oh. and that's that's more yeah. just the general experience where they're like it is it is as easy for us to make a green skin person than for us to yeah uh but like yeah and and i'm like it's and it's so but it's such a good reflection of reality of how yeah. much places places would rather capitalize on do-rags are do-rags that don't look like do-rags are completely in the game i can't get oh, villagers to stop giving me do-rags oh my god <laughs> and <laughs> i and i am just like this is but um that is like colonialism is in uh, the like our country and in uh, other countries and is and is already in games and yes I think like, there have been so many um there like there have been so many missed opportunities and just so many times where people have have written books in the like like you know like a couple centuries ago saying hey like maybe don't do this but uh we're but we're here now and uh yeah we're here now and I am, uh, I am like, uh, yeah, like I, I'm like, I. Now I'm able. Like, what used to happen, um, from from what I gather about the past, was that the, there would be missed opportunities, and then no one would hear about it. Yeah. Like it would be, it was just like spoken. It was just you know only spoken about maybe in families, but you would just assume that there would be missed opportunities. Yeah. The experience now is that every time I hear that other people are saying like, hey, we found that there were missed opportunities. I'm like, yes, I want that missed opportunities to be past tense. And let's and, and now we're making more opportunities like let's go. Totally. I, I totally agree. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there for for this week. I'm going to slip in one quick note, which is yes. that, um, just to recognize progress, which is that um I saw a post on Reddit in an Apex forum the other day. I said I wasn't going to say anything about the new <laughs> new legend coming out, Valkyrie, um, but it was this breakdown of a response to uh, you know kind of toxic masculinity subset of gamers who are like, oh my god, why are they releasing another female <laughs> legend? And it was like, look, respawn is actually standing their ground. They are like they have a very diverse. Are all of the characters problematic? Yes, they're also all like psychopathic killers. But like, no, that it's actually a very diverse cast of psychopathic killers yeah, so anyway, I, I just wanted to like slip that in there yeah, you know even big I, developers are like stepping to it so like i i would like i'm like i need to connect you with um i moved in with a with a with an apex player so i'm gonna get you two linked up on on stuff i i tried, played one trial and i was like this is hard but then i talked to other gamers in town who were like you should try overwatch it, it won't be as hard and i was like i love gamers they're always looking for <laughs> always looking out but yeah so um 
Yeah, I, I absolutely, uh, that, well, that was what we were just talking about, where he was like, I'm gonna, like, he's like, I don't think I want to cosplay Gibraltar, and I was like, oh my god, like, look at all those different lifeline skins, I can't, I mm-hmm. can't wait to cosplay those, like, oh yeah, yeah. yep, nice. so anyway, Paul, I know you wanted us to take it home here, I think it, <laughs> yeah. is, it is time, we for, will do uh, a, we'll do a lightning round of Yay. our next segment, make my game, and Alicia, I, from what I've gathered, you've listened to a, a couple episodes, so you kind of know the score here. Fantastic. Uh, coming this week from Frost Fun Entertainment. Kind of a, a Blizzard-esque uh, uh, feeling there. We have Cloud Cavern. <laughs> Cloud Cavern. One word? Uh, two words. Okay. Cloud Cavern. Cloud Cavern. Cloud Cavern. Okay, so the cavern is empty, right? Which means that we're going to put things in it. But what makes a cloud cavern different from a cavern? Is it just a, a is it a void in a grouping of clouds? Uh, yes, yeah. Alicia. Uh, it is uh, a cloud cavern is actually made of clouds. Uh, oh, yeah. And also the clouds are sentient. Okay. Like right. they don't they don't die. Um they're not like live, but they are um yes, they are um different pastel colored uh fluffy clouds. You're on you're on the like it's on you're on the ground. Like there's still you've got solid, you know, grass or rock. Uh, okay. but the but yes, the the caverns of the mountain themselves, they are they are made of clouds that's solid enough until you if you walk them as much away. And then are are you part of these clouds or are you an explorer uh, or some outside entity uh, interacting? Uh, I'm an outside entity. Okay. So oh, so this game is you are you are exploring these cloud caverns which are are sort of earthbound big mounds of clouds. Yes. Uh, uh, that you can that you can go into. With, so, with workable like stairs, um, yeah, we've got cloud stairs. You've got cloud secret passageways, uh, cloud lifts. Plat- so, uh, is this a Metroidvania then? Is that like a? Oh. a, 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 a did you say no? <laughs> oh uh, no, um, <laughs> it's uh, like that would be that would be lovely, but uh, our uh, our developers, uh, especially myself, um, aren't. Uh, we did not figure out how to. That was hard, and so we 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 pivoted. <laughs> Is this yes. uh, first person then, or what are we? What are we? This. Uh... This is a yeah. It is a first person. We the first person was from our initial uh, like art inspiration pieces, mm-hmm. but um, but the gameplay is that you are uh, is that it is. I want it to be third person. Um, yeah, where I want it to be um, yeah externally like a. Uh, third person where you've got um where you have your cool customizable uh like person who is was exploring through the clouds um capturing uh these magical stones which um capturing these magical um uh memory stones which which all which you can't tell if they are different people's whether uh, you can't tell whether they are someone else's memories or your past ones. Oh, wow. So you so yeah you wake up and you have I think like it, it's not like zero memory 
but um it's foggy I, if you will yeah <laughs> indeed yeah indeed. it's and Moses, uh, what do you, what do you have? Uh, I'm feeling that our third person character explorer with uh, you know some degree of amnesia has a fan, and that yes. that's like one of the key mechanics yes. is like trying to get the different yes. cloud parts into the right place so you can open and find and that's explore. It. And then I also picture other upgrades like uh, like shoes of moisture that that give you can give you purchase on certain types of clouds, which otherwise you would fall. Oh through. yeah, like yes. early on, you might encounter some clouds that you just can't, you know, you can't climb the stairway. Right, yes. and there could be some sort of lightning uh, element where you can Ooh. like shoot off to to other uh, other locales. You might yeah. ride the lightning. Oh my, yeah, so definitely, um, yeah, lightning that you can like kind of shoot through when you finally get up to that kind of Thor level. Yeah, you totally ride lightning. And yes. I'm picturing That's such it. lovely like pink, and yellow pastels in certain parts, yes. like a nice sunset. Um, okay, so this is yeah, a, a third person kind of explore them up, collect them up uh, with. I mean, maybe some light Metroidvania elements like yeah, the cloud like, shoes. Yeah, so like we we have light uh, Metroidvania, but yeah, I um, I I'm like, what kind of uh, uh, we we do have? Uh, I I will I would like to say that there are some cloud bosses mm -hmm. that um it's making me think of psychonauts a little bit yes mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and they're like yeah. you know an unusual environment to be doing yeah. something that might otherwise be kind of familiar right totally oh my gosh great i i, mean, I like I, it i haven't played all of psychonauts i i watched a friend play it and i now i want to go i'm gonna go do that uh, <laughs> not right now but fantastic well um in, in the interest of this week's lightning round of Make My Game, we'll, I think we'll call it there. So uh, from Frost Fun Entertainment comes Cloud Cavern. Yay! Wonderful stuff. Well, uh, what a delight. Alicia, thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, I understand you uh, have a, a project coming up in the near future. Yes, I certainly do. Uh, I am at Twitch uh, Super Rad Alicia, uh, and... Uh, you will be seeing, uh, I have decided to call it my new uh, media group, The Presley Report, and uh, next week will be our first episode of Alicia's Awesome Week, uh, where I will be just talking about things that made me happy that week, just some more just positive content to, uh, <laughs> to, to have out, and yeah, and I yeah. look forward to, once I figure out how to have that show, uh, if um also if you could help me on that uh and if, if you all want to see me on that show which we'll just record like this <laughs> just put it there uh yay well i i love like two more crossovers and oh for ahead. sure well, uh, definitely. yeah we would love to and yeah a lot more to discuss with you as well so oh so we will be having you back. back make no ah, mistake this is so cool for sure well uh yeah uh, lovely stuff um and what can I say? You know, thanks to everyone for joining us for this week's episode. Uh, if you have a question, a comment, or a suggestion, please email us at paulandmosesplay at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. And until then, never, never. Stop, stop playing. playing. Yeah.